Welcome to Dear Timothy Podcast with Maxwell Ogaga, a practical wisdom-filled podcast for pastors and ministry leaders. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Maxwell Ogaga. I'm excited that you tuned into today's podcast of Dear Timothy Pastors and Ministry Leaders Institute. You know, we've been having an exciting discussion around the subject of motives, and I pray that uh, the first broadcast helped you to not only pray about your motives, but also clarify the reason you're doing what you're doing. And so, um, we'll go through the American College Dictionary, definition of the word motive again, and then we'll pick up from there. It says, something that prompts a person to act in a certain way or that determines volition. So, essentially, we see motives as the why behind what we're doing. There is a reason why we're doing what we're doing. There is a reason. There's a motivation. And so, uh, in ministry, we must endeavor to make sure that we have the proper motives. We read a couple of scriptures, and then especially Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2, it says, All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Motives are weighed by the Lord. So we see that motives is what the Lord examines according to the New Living Translation. He looks at the motives. So you can have this fantastic uh, ministry stuff being built out there and then you realize that what God really wants is for you to have the proper motives. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see as a man does, for man sees the outward appearance, but the Lord sees the heart. Now, God sees the heart. Motives are formed in the heart. So, where God sees is where you should pay utmost attention in ministry, utmost attention in ministry. Make sure sometimes we pay so much attention to the externals and create excellence. We live in an optics environment, we live in an optics um, generation, and there's nothing bad with that. But make sure that your heart, the motivation of what you're doing, is from a pure heart. Philippians 1 5 um, it says, It is true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry. But others preach about Christ with pure motives. It is true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. Look at this. There is the purity of motives that is required for ministry. How is it that somebody would preach such an amazing Christ-like message, but he did that out of jealousy and rivalry? So it's, 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 it's okay for us to understand, according to what Paul said in Philippians, that people can do things out of rivalry, that people can do things out of jealousy, that people can do things out of envy and still masquerade it as ministry exploits. This is alarming and this is quite interesting. Why are you doing the programs you're doing? Are you doing it out of jealousy? or you're doing it out of rivalry. You see, ministry must never be done out of rivalry. Ministry must be done from a point of vision. I want to look at I want to look at four motives that are wrong motives for doing ministry or for preaching. 
Number one, because it will make you famous. I said this. I said the name of Jesus is already great. You're already walking with a great name. Ministry is not about you. It's about Christ. So you don't do things in ministry because you want to be famous. You don't do things in ministry because you want to be famous. Fame is the wrong motivation for doing ministry. It's, I'll tell you, how many ministers in this world who are diligently laboring, doing the work that God has asked them to do are famous? Not so many. We have a few famous preachers here and there that everybody knows their name, but there are a whole lot working for the cause of Christ. So that must not be your primary motivation. That must not be your motivation to be famous. Number two, because it will make you rich. Don't get into ministry because it will make you rich. That's, that's not good. <laughs> it shouldn't be done. You know, 1 Timothy 6, 5, Paul talks about it. He says, and constant friction between people of corrupt minds who have been robbed of the truth, who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Paul warned about that. Paul warned about that. You know, so we cannot take a godly thing as being called into the ministry as a means to financial gain. The Lord will bless us. The Lord will increase us. The Lord will, will prosper us. But we don't use the ministry as a means to get gain. And if you do that, what's going to happen is that you will be corrupted. And you will start twisting scriptures to extract money from people. And all you see in the scripture is money, 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 money. No, there's so many truths locked up in the word of God. But if your heart is not pure, if your motives are not pure, you would, you would rather want to use ministry to gain. Like I said, the Lord will prosper you, the Lord will reward you. But ministry is never a means to financial gain. Number three duplicating programs because you want to prevent or you're duplicating programs because you feel oh that program is making that church to grow that program is making this pastor famous that program is doing this no there is a specific assignment and a specific instruction for your life in ministry and you would do well to heed that instruction you see many people sometimes even in ministry we end up copying ourselves because we feel that's what is helping that person that thing is helping this person to grow and so i want to duplicate the program or you want to prevent the people you lead from going to that program so you replicate the same program so that they don't have time to go for that those are all wrong motives we're not in a competition we have a commission from god we're not in a competition. We have a commission from God. And you would do well to pay attention to that commission. Number four, using your pulpit not to edify. It's a wrong motive when you use your pulpit to cause division, to cause hate in the body. When you preach, your preaching should edify, should build. You should not preach Christ out of envy. You should not preach Christ out of rivalry. You should not preach Christ out of hatred. From your pulpit, the sacred word of God must flow forth. It should be a refreshing word that refreshes your people. It should not, bitter and sweet water should not come out of the same stream. Praise God. Bitter and sweet water should not come out of the same stream. So it's important for us to understand that our motives must be pure as we do the work of the ministry. So we go through them again. What are the wrong motives for preaching? Because it will make you famous. Number two, because it will make you rich. 
without the ministry for what we can get when ministry for what we can give. Number three, duplicating programs because you just feel well, that's, that's helping that person so I want to copy it or I want to do this so that my people don't have time to go to that program. No, we don't lead the sheep as if they belong to us in that sense. We lead the sheep as an under-shepherd of God. Number four, using the pulpit to cause division and hate and not to edify. It's a wrong motive. We should keep the pulpit strictly to edify, to equip, to teach, and to help the saints become whom they need to be in Christ. In our next podcast, we'll look at the right motives for doing ministry. And I trust that this podcast is a blessing to you. Please get on our website and get a hold of materials that will help you to build and to increase your ministry. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Dear Timothy Podcast. For more information, please visit www.pastormax.ng or call plus 234-805-888-7575. Thank you.